Are you ready, Shinji? <sighs> yes. This is it. Release the final safety lock. Evangelion Unit 1, lift off! Shinji. Try walking. Just concentrate your thoughts on it. Walk. It's walking. Walk. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes talk about Japanese anime called Japanimation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matt, you need to get up now. Already there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone berserk. It's Bill. That happens. And why am I here? I'm Andy. Hi, guys. This, this was your plan. This fell off the rails so quickly today. I blame After School Dice Club. I do, too. Which I blame you by the transitive which, properties. If you don't know what that means, uh, go to patreon.com slash Japanese and check out our bonus series, First Impressions, where that episode may or may not be up by now, because timey-wimey, who knows when things are going to get edited. Don't make my sacrifice of watching that show be in vain. <laughs> oh, you, everyone needs to listen to that episode. It was fun as shit to record, and Bill was just flabbergasted. It was, it was kind of like old times. It, it was like old times. It was like we were watching that, those initial episodes of Gurren Lockon and some of the episodes of Excel. Yes. And some of the episodes of Wolf's Rain, if we're being honest. Nope, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, how's everyone doing today? Well, I'm rested. I'm over getting kicked in the stomach. <laughs> I'm not. Man, Matt's looking like he needs a nap. Are you, uh, is your weekend over there, Matt, or, uh? Yeah, uh, my my long weekend finally ended. I'll be back going to tour this evening. We should probably roll then, shouldn't we? Nah, it's okay. It's okay. I, I got slept. I took a nap after the movie before I came on here. So, And by the time we're done, I'll still have time to lay down if I need to. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, this week, we are talking about episode two of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yes, and it is a Bill Week. Bill Week. Bill Week. Bill Week. Bill Week. Before we get there. Bill. Bill not weak. Bill strong. Like raging fire. Bill Nye the science guy. Um, We are going to talk about... I was a bigger fan of Beekman, honestly. I loved Beekman. Can we talk about how cool... There are three types of people. There are Beekman people, there are Bill Nye people, and there are Mr. Wizard people. What if, what if you're the fourth one who's like all three? You're a freak of nature. <laughs> if I, had, I, was a Beek, I was a Beekman. If I had to pick one, it was Beekman, but I watched all and loved all three. That show, just on the surface, Beekman's World, was fucking wild. <laughs> like, it was a science show, but like, what was up with Lester? I don't get it. There's no explaining it, but it, <laughs> it's, it's just fucking wild. Look, Lester's just this rat guy, you know? He just... I guess... Oh, okay. Don't make fun of me, Bill. Okay. I just now got it. He's a lab rat. Just... Oh, I Really? Just... I, just yeah, wow. ju- I'm not... I'm not lying. Oh, my God. I just the second got it. I just it. now got it. I just, PC stands for personal computer. No. um, <laughs> He's a lab rat. I just got it. Everyone can at me. 
I'm an idiot. I've never actually seen a light bulb appear above someone's head. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll see it once in a while with Andrew. That's not my <laughs> ring light. That's that's just that's just brilliant. I cannot believe I just got that. My whole world has just oh, synapses are firing. The the universe is clear. You're gonna bend some big men after this, aren't you? I am. It was on streaming for a while. I don't know if it still our, is. Our new our uh, new podcast, Beekman's World's World. <laughs> I would I would do a yeah I would do a fan cast of that. That sounds so great. Same. Hey, let's talk. About, it's not entuning Japanese though. Let's <laughs> talk about <laughs> some nerd news, shall we? Bill and I this weekend watched AEW yeah. All Out. Yes. Which was my first foray into really watching AEW. For those of you who don't know, AEW stands for All Elite, All Elite Wrestling, and it is basically their WrestleMania of events all out. We had some good discussions just uh, just recently on our um, Discord, which you can go find our Discord. I never link that. I'll try to link that maybe in the show notes of this episode if you want to go and check out our Discord. But All Out was uh, an interesting pay-per-view from AEW. Pretty much top to bottom, a lot of pretty solid matches i would say i don't know what was your biggest takeaway from the event bill i don't think there was anything problem with any of the work rate at all the biggest takeaway the biggest problem was the app the bleacher report app bleacher report was terrible yeah it was lagging and we literally missed the end of several matches where it was like lag 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 oh there's the music it was not great that was not a great experience yeah uh but yeah i don't have any problem with anybody's real work rate in the show i know you have a a disagreement there, somebody, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't know. I, there there were some big returns and big moments. Obviously, the biggest thing, um, I mean, maybe not even the biggest thing once you really look at the, the show as, as a whole. But Probably not. CM Punk coming back after seven years of not wrestling and wrestling Darby Allen. The advertised big thing. Yeah, the advertised big thing. And then you got uh, the couple of wrestlers from WWE, big names that uh, had jumped ship, like Adam Cole, my favorite. Uh, moment of it was he- hearing Adam Cole come out and turn on immediately on Christian Cage. Uh, and then uh, obviously the reveal of uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, whatever you want to call him. So I think they did something really smart there where they had a thing that was built up and get people to buy tickets and then mm-hmm. give you other reveals. Yeah. Like WWE would have absolutely just told you four weeks in advance that Daniel Bryan's going to be at that pay-per-view. Oh, for sure. Oh, we won't get the maximum number of views if we don't tell you exactly who's going to be there. Mm-hmm. I think the the balance of, okay, we know CM Punk is going to come back. Mm-hmm. Also, here's some bonus surprises. Yeah. Made made a good a good night. Uh, Matt, I will mention, as, as someone I know who's not really a wrestling fan, or at least a current wrestling fan in any way. What happened to the Iron Sheik? <laughs> he's, uh, he's on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and he's, he's, he's fucking great he's on Twitter. He's winning Twitter. Um... Uh, I know you've mentioned past uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, he is actually a member of AEW, or at least was for a while. Uh, not wrestling. He was doing like a manager talking role. But, I, would, uh, I would figure that. Yeah, yeah he, he's, he's not exactly, I think, uh, up for, for wrestling after his whole uh, <laughs> life. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure, I'm, I'm guessing, Matt, you don't have anything to add to this conversation in particular? I do not. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to leave you without at least the opportunity to jump in if you had something to add. So, Although apparently um, there's a... Uh... Cool, awesome, cold stone Steve Austin figure coming. Like U- ultimate, he, he... ultimate edition stone cold Steve Austin figure. Where did you find that? I looked up. There's a website, Nerd News Today. <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh, don't say things like that on the mic. <laughs> uh, yeah, so A- AEW. AEW, ultimately. AEW. I prefer my A and A and W. Thank you very much. Oh, I want some root beer. Oh, look, he's even got the can legitimately in front of him. Root <laughs> Product beer. placement. Give us money. Give us money. Give us money. Um. So yeah, that's my nerd news. Is uh, getting to see that big event. Cool. Um. Do either of you have any nerd news for us this week? Uh. uh no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Thanks, butthead. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yep, basically. They're finally making a sequel to one of my favorite Disney movies, Enchan- Enchanted from 2007. Enchanted. Is I that never a saw live that. action one? Part part animated, part live action. Yeah. What was that about? Well, about a princess who comes to our world, played by Amy, that... Amy Adams. 
Is it set in New York? Yes. Okay, I'm kind of like picturing that. And but... the prince and the ne'er do wells follow her through the portal to our realm. Ah, so is this like a like straight to Disney Channel sort of like, uh, like Disney Plus sort of like thing? Or yeah, I like a... I think it I think it is looks like from the bare minimum of news that I saw about it the other day. And any any specific details that's been released about it aside from the fact that it's coming? It's called Disenchanted. Uh, initial release next year. Wipeout. Premise. Fifteen years after her heavily ever after, Giselle, Robert, and Morgan move to a new house in the suburb of Monroeville. The community is overseen by Malvina Monroe, who has nefarious intentions for the family. When problems arise, Giselle wishes that their lives were the perfect fairy tale. The spell backfires, with Giselle ring to save her family and her homeland in the kingdom of Andalasia before the clock strikes midnight. That, I mean, I have vague memories of that movie. I feel like I'm going to want to get onto Disney Plus and watch that sometime soon now to try to remember what that was exactly like. I just, I remember scenes, like little bits and pieces. I do remember enjoying it when I watched it. One of my favorites. Came out the same year as uh, Stardust, which was also great. I love Stardust. Tony Rhodes? No, wrong Stardust. (laughs) Uh, no, Stardust is fantastic. You know, I've actually never seen Stardust. I've read it a couple oh. times. I've never seen it. Oh, so good. So good. Shakespeare is amazing. Bill, do you have any specific dirt news? Uh, well, I think last time, or time before, we talked a little bit about uh, He-Man's Master of the Universe revelations. Yeah, one of those times. Timey-wimey. Uh, we have a few announcements of the upcoming figures. Ooh, do tell. Uh, we actually have some pictures, even, of Wave 2. Which is going to, I think maybe we talked about this. It's uh, Tila, Beastman, Spycor, and Man at Arms. Uh, I think we might have talked about it off mic. Tila obviously makes total sense to have a character. Uh, uh, Beastman yes. was a big part. Oh, Spy- for sure. was kind of surprising since yeah, he was. Yeah, I don't even, I only vaguely know who he even is. He was <laughs> one of the disguises in the very like first scene of the first episode. Yeah, right. That was his entire involvement in the show. One of the ones that were like, Shackled. Uh-huh. Okay. They've just announced now Wave 3 is going to include uh, Scareglow, the Grim Reaper the Grim Reaper character. Oh, okay. It's a glow-in-the-dark Grim Reaper. That's Got it. totally my aesthetic. Okay, that, that does fit your, your, your needs. Uh, we're going to get Andra, which totally, again, totally makes sense, one of the main characters. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to get a Stinkor figure. For some reason. <laughs> I think he was kind of iconic to the original line. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get a Fisto. And that's the one that's like, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is only a video podcast. Um, <laughs> Matt's eyes just widened. <laughs> the other surprising thing to me, so the Revelation figures are all marked as Masterverse figures. Mm-hmm. And we are getting some other Masterverse figures. It says Masters of the Universe, Masterverse, Wave 4 set of four figures. I don't think they're directly part of the Revelations series, necessarily. But they are something we're going to get. And that of the four of them, two of them are secret right now. Ooh. The two we know we're going to get, we're going to get a Viking He-Man. Okay. Who was um, part of the, the, like, the ghosts of He-Man past. Yes, yes. And we're getting a Barbarian Skeletor. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. I want a sorceress. I hope we get so I mean, there's two secret figures, so hopefully. Give me the sorceress. Do you want the sorceress or do you want the the ghost sorceress? The like crazy babbling one. That would be amazing. Um, I want an Orco as well. Agreed. I want like a legit Orco. Because I remember like the old figure was just like, basically just like a big block of plastic mostly. Yeah, the old Orco was like the old Snarf figure from Thundercats. It was just mm-hmm. a statue. I think its arms moved or something. Probably. Uh, so we have a lot to look forward there uh, for those figures. That's pretty awesome. Did either of you watch ever watch The Wire? I have not. Although no. I did hear that. I did hear this news this morning. Yeah, I saw the thing, but it didn't. Go, go ahead. Oh, uh, I never watched it either. So I don't know if it's. But okay. Well, for for any of you out there who have watched The Wire, and you, you probably know by the time you hear this. Uh, but uh, Michael K. Williams passed away at age fifty-four. 
yeah, they're they're investigating. I think Rise of Right Now of recording this, which is the sixth of September. So yeah, I haven't seen The Wire, but I I've seen in other things, and it was good. It was very good. Well, on that down note, let's head for another down note. Let's, Evangelion. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the dark anime that is Evangelion. Although this this episode in particular, when I rewatched it. Like, this is one of those ones that, like, really stood out in my memory of Evangelion. Like, there's a lot of moments that I remember from the anime come from this episode in particular. So, uh, this is a Bill Week, as we talk about episode two of Evangelion, titled... Unfamiliar Ceilings. There we go. Oh, yes, there we go. Bill, it's your week. I'm sorry, I was looking looking at that Steve Austin figure. (laughs) (laughs) I may have to get one of those. Bill, tell us about episode two of Neon Genesis. Genesis. Tell us Neon Benefer. Neon Tell us about episode two of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, well, it starts off with the standoff between the angel from last episode and Shinji piloting uh, Eva One. Yes, Unit One. They like didn't tell him anything at all. So they're just like try no! try walking. Think about walking. Press right on your directional pad. <laughs> <laughs> um and then he does it and the blonde doctor's like, oh good, it is walking. <laughs> Until these are, the wor- these are the worst fucking they're like, oh my god, it's actually working. <laughs> yeah. Like they're so shocked that anything happens. Yep. <laughs> and then as the bat alluded to, it face plants immediately. Yeah, it's funny. I I guess it's what he's. I don't. The, the only way I can think about it is like he's just been reborn or something, maybe. So he's trying to walk and he falls on his face. Reborn as a mecha pilot. And I don't know. I don't know. Or, well, I mean, they just did give him the little booklet that came to Sega Genesis games <laughs> on how to, how to pilot the thing. That too. The idea of being reborn would fit in right with his anime. Okay, it's like just I'm, rife with Christian. I, I'm I'm immediately going into the to the weird theorizing. No, that's yeah. We'll we'll <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there in, in in like more specific detail at some point. Seriously, that, nobody gave him the manual because the angel then grabs Eva One by the head, holds it up, grabs the left arm, and just starts trying to pull it in half like a banana. Yeah, and he's taking all the pain into his arm. Like nobody yeah, told him that was going to happen. Yeah, the poor Shinji. I know. Why? First of all, why did you design this to have <laughs> feedback like that? And why didn't you tell yes. the person piloting him about it? I guess. I guess it's a way to motivate them to not get hurt. I thought. Yeah, like, maybe they could injure the Maybe they couldn't help it. You know, deciding on whatever well, this thing yeah. is. Maybe because um, I've already gotten flavor that it's more than just a big robot, but. Yeah, why Why would you not at least warn him? And then they're just like, oh, don't worry about it. You're not actually being hurt. <laughs> it, it just, just feels like your arm's being feels crushed. Like it. <laughs> I can understand that as to help you take stock of the damage your mecha is incurring, but couldn't you just have a monitor or something? Yeah. You would think. So, yeah, the left arm actually gets shattered. It do. And Shinji doesn't go right into shock, apparently, which you think he would. You would think. Uh, so the angel grab the hand that's on the evil one's head, starts yes. firing off like a lightsaber pile driver. Yeah. Just thump, thump, thump. It's like a jackhammer. Yeah. And just drives a gully through this thing's head. Yeah. There is a disturbing spray of liquid that comes out of this thing's yeah, eye that, when it shatters. Super unrobot like. It doesn't just come no, out of its eye yeah. either, it comes out the back of its head too. Josh. Like both ways. <sighs> Giant bipedal unicorn gushing blood. <laughs> this scene is dark as shit. <laughs> it yes, because like it's also just like like you. How incompetent are the people <laughs> in the control room? <laughs> so like, there's a scene where like like you get a glimpse of like Shinji inside the mech, and like in front of him, like, you see like the display cracking, and it's like you're like, is he actually there in the head? But I guess, like, you remember, like, he isn't because, like, he gets injected down into, like, its uh-huh. spot. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but it almost seems like when this thing breaks through, like, it's like, that red mist is Shinji. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that wasn't intentional to, like, kind of misdirect you. I would have thought the young yeah. boy would have so much blood in him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Tarantino movie. 
It's fucked up. It's it's fucked. Uh, so yeah, we cut to him waking up in a hospital, and I don't know if he looks out the window or if it just cuts the scene, but there's a big ass crater, and they're like airlifting the head of the mech away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just that was a, that was a cut because he wakes up, and he says, "I don't know this. I don't know this ceiling." That <laughs> yep, yep. We cut back to an old tuning Japanese stable, a whole table of assholes. Yeah, that happens a lot. It does. That's an anime trope and a half. Uh, We've got to stop feeding the omniscient council of vagueness. <laughs> well, this one has a table inlaid with inlaid with fine Tetris pieces. Oh, it's so cool! It makes me want to play Tetris. Like they're all like lit up in different colors. Yeah. <laughs> and the one dude's all happy. He's like, "Hey, we didn't waste all that money. Like the angels are back. Good." Yeah. It yeah, justifies like... my job and my budget. Exactly. It's really fucked. And they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, like the whole town thinks that, like, there was an angel attacks. It's fine. Just just use a mis, uh, misinformation yeah, campaign. Why to everybody. Why not? I, I like the uh, noses on all the connivers. Yeah, they're really sharp. <laughs> the sharp noses. And we sharp nosedive Ooh. right into the boring shit of, like, funding and budgets and, oh, nepotism. <laughs> Come on. By the way, Shinji's dad is there the whole time. Yeah, he's Gendo like is there. the dude getting grilled. But like, I love, I love Gendo because the whole time he's just still got his fingers interlaced and he's just like looking over his hands and he's just nonplussed by this whole thing. Like he's just like, that's fine. Like keep keep grilling me. You know that you need me, baby. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plotting their demise, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Probably true. So Shinji's actually up and moving around the hospital now, and he sees the girl that was a ghost before. On a gurney, get wheeled past him. Yeah, the one that he protected when they wheeled her in to throw in the mech. Yeah. When Unit 1, like, protected them. The perennially um, pale, blue-haired Ray Yes, yes, indeed. I don't know that yet. That's <laughs> fine. They mentioned her name, I think. Yeah, okay. maybe. Uh, since he one. mentions her by name. I didn't say we don't know what I said. I don't know it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, we cut back to the wrecked up blue sports car with uh, Masato and Rasuko. I hope this is, it's a thing throughout the whole series of that wrecked as shit car just puttering around. I love it. I love it so much. It's like the Big Lebowski where it's just, the car gets progressively beat to shit. <laughs> <laughs> or the Blue Beetle for the Dresden Files. For also true. That. But I just yes. want to see Masato at the end of the show just like, you finally did it. You killed my fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's the like when you is... find a man in the Alps. <laughs> I fucking love Masato. Masato is so fucking good. <laughs> she is. Like, she's the best thing. She's a little questionable, but she she's still the best thing. She's at least not, like, in a scene later, like, because I think, is it this scene where, no, it's a later scene, I think, so never mind. I was going to say something, but that happens later, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk we'll about come back. questionableness yeah. later. Uh, right now, she's just musing about how great air conditioning is, which I get. It's your favorite character. You understand. You guys, you guys understand each other. And then they use a super sci-fi piece of technology called a car phone to find out that Shinji is awake. 90s anime. He's physically fine, and he doesn't really remember what happened. But we get a little bit of foreshadowing because Masato's like, oh, perhaps he was psychologically contaminated. Brain damaged. <laughs> but was it, More on that in a bit. But was it his brain or his heart? Yeah, that was that, a that was an awkward, line. awkward conversation. I I get what she meant, like like okay, is he is he actually like is his head messed up or is he just gonna be scared to do it? Like, has he lost his courage over this? Yeah, but that's, uh, it, that's not how it came across. It was a kind of a yeah, it was kind of a cheesy line, but I got the idea. Does anybody want to take issue with uh, Misato's comment about air conditioning being mankind's greatest invention? Because I mean, no. flush toilets. Flush toilets are great, but I like AC. If I had I mean, to live without one of the two, I'm pretty sure I would keep the air conditioning. I think refrigerators are pretty good. That uh, yeah, I mean I. I it's kind of like an, an air conditioning unit for your food. <laughs> I could <Yeah>. shit outside, <laughs> or your penguins. Ah, <laughs> oh, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm so excited! Yes, yes, yes. So here we get another scene. Telling us that Nerve, 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 is completely incompetent, not just in the naming conventions, but everything. <laughs> because now 
they're staging a gigantic rifle and putting bullets in it when Masato and uh, pulls up. Like, why didn't they give him the gun first? It's a good. What was he supposed to question. do? Just punch the angel? Uh, you, you, yeah, you expect a, a boy to be able to shoot for it before he can walk? That'd be weird. <laughs> well, if he had a tank, and you didn't know how to drive it. You could at least shoot at things with it. It's fair enough. You get a shot with that thing still like in its locks. Because <laughs> those were huge bullets or shells yeah. or whatever. So then she leaves that, apparently, and goes and finds Shinji in the hospital. And while they're leaving, the elevator opens and his dad's just standing there staring at him. <laughs> I love this part. And he just, I love this scene. He just closes the door again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like they're waiting, the door opens, awkward moment. Yeah. Rest the button. <laughs> continue, continue on up. While 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 Gendo was staying there staring at him, I couldn't help myself. I just I, I was watching and suddenly found myself putting on the Stewie voice when he's <laughs> talking to Brian. So uh, you're uh, fighting the mech in Gosuma? Is that a uh, right, Shinji? Son? Uh, in Gosuma? You're going to be the pilot, pilot for Evo 1? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's real good. I love that, like, this is the first time they're actually face-to-face. Like, legitimately face-to-face. Yeah. And it's just like, the tension is there. And he, he just... Boop, boop. <laughs> He's such a no, dick! No, thank Gendo's you. He's such an asshole! <laughs> He's so fucking terrible! Oh, oh hello, like, son. Apologize to your kid. Hello, son. Still a disappointment, though. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then that's when we kind of find out that Sinji is going to be boarded in a room by himself on campus. There's like, oh, you're going to live by yourself. Yeah, and like, that, you people all live by yourself. It's fine. And Masato just decides that I'm there. She's going to take him home. I love the fact she's like, I'm not going to allow this guy to be alone. I can sense that like this is going to be difficult for him in general. I'm going to bring this kid home, even if my environment, my living conditions and environment are not suitable for a child. Yeah. Yeah. Except she explained herself with, don't worry. It's not like I'm going to try any funny business with some kid. <laughs> She doesn't. I know, but there's the whole. But Rasuko is all like, "Why was that where you went?" Because <laughs> yeah. it's anime. I was hoping she had a stand-up routine to try out on it or something. And Masato is ready to party. And by oh, that, she gonna get drunk. And by that, she means garbage instant food. <laughs> while we, while listening to people bitch about monster attacks. They're just like standing in line at the supermarket quietly, and they're like, "Man, this city's really gone to shit with all them monsters around." I'm thinking about packing up and leaving. <laughs> that they big purple thing mo- fucked up bad. <laughs> they call it a fortress city, but I don't feel safe in it. <laughs> Man, these people that are here to protect us really fucking suck. <laughs> Shinji's like, "Oh, oh man, oh man, they're talking about me." <laughs> and on the way home, Masato. Uh, takes a detour to look out over the empty shell of the city. This is such a cool scene. And at sundown, for some reason, yeah. all the buildings just pop up in the air. Yeah. I don't understand, like, why it has to be sundown, necessarily. But... I don't understand why... Like, I understand you want to be above ground and, like, move around and have sunlight and shit. But if you have a steady stream of monster attacks, maybe yeah. just leave everything. Like, why go through the engineering of, like, making them pop up? Maybe just build them down. It's about hope, man. It's about about normalcy. That's a, like... that's a lot of money to put into like hydraulics that will lift entire skyscrapers up and down at sunset. <laughs> <laughs> this is the distant future of like twenty fifteen or whatever. Like it's this is to- this totally tracks. It doesn't seem practical, but that that's just life in Tokyo three. There might be a I'm not sure, but I think there might be uh, like a joke there in the name because uh, the. The word for three is uh, San, and it's also the word for Mr. So it's Mr. Tokyo. Mr. Tokyo rises up out of the ground. (sighs) Didn't think about that. Was that our first dick joke? Matt rose to the occasion. Uh, uh, Maybe. It's kind of hard, though, for me to... (laughs) (laughs) So it's designed as a fortress city as a defense and countermeasure to the angels. And it's his to defend. Like, she's some kind of fucking superhero. <laughs> Masters of the universe. Masters! The Martians will come and level it. 
Masters of the Brick Card. <gasps> Step right up. Step right up. Come on over to the Brick Card. My name is Andy, and welcome once again. I hope you're having a wonderful time here this week in this episode. Little bit of a shorter episode compared to our last couple releases, and uh, actually really nice for me as the person who edits all of these episodes. We had a lot of fun talking about this episode of Evangelion. Again, big thanks to Matt for joining us this season. We mentioned it a couple different times already. Can't say it enough. I really appreciate having him on to discuss this anime and help us break this down. He'll be doing his very first review next week. It'll be all on him as to talk about episode three, but we'll get to that after a bit. Make sure to follow us on our social media to get all kinds of updates. We're on Twitter, at TuningJapanese. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash TuningJapanese. We have a website, TuningJapanese.com. You can find us all over the internet and listen to these episodes on all kinds of platforms like Google Podcast and Stitcher and Spotify and on Google Play and just anywhere, honestly. You can listen to the episodes directly on our website, and we would love it if you told your friends about us. You can send them to our website, to our podcast feed on whatever they listen to their podcasts on, and you can just tell them, hey, check out this amazing podcast. Word of mouth is a great way to help spread the love for this show. You can head over to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese as well. We've got bonus content up. We've released two of our episodes of Tuning In, where we're reviewing the first episode of an anime and then talking about whether we think it's something that we will pursue down the road. We've reviewed and talked about the first episode of Black Butler for this most recent release, episode two. We've talked about My Hero Academia. And as I talked about at the end of episode two... We're going to be talking about High School Dice Club, which is a treasure of an anime. Uh, if you want to see Bill be a little bit broken, go check out that episode. That's for our patrons only at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. We've got all kinds of other great podcast episodes for that particular series ready to go, and we're going to be uh, planning to record. So we've recorded four episodes of that already. We've, re- we've released two. We've recorded four episodes of uh, our review so far of this. We're doing really well in keeping up with getting recordings done. There's a weird noise coming from my wall. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to go check that out. Hope it's not some sort of strange anime creature. I hope you have a wonderful day. And let's get back to our review of Neon Genesis Evangelion. I have the power, and we're back. By the power of break card! Yeah, He-Man, you'll never defeat me! Uh, hey Bill, yeah. get us into the lore of this episode, shall, <laughs> shall Shall we? Shall you? Do it! Do it! So, Masato herself has just moved into this apartment. And actually, Shinji's stuff is just all in boxes waiting outside. Uh-huh. Uh, but she has a really good line here, too, because he's like, oh, thank you for letting me into your home. And she's like, nope, it's our home. You're not a guest. Get in here. I love it. It's so cute. It's so so wholesome. Until nice. until he walks in and sees the place is just covered in, in snack food containers and whiskey bottles and pyramids of beer cans. She is such a like a bro. Like she she's just really uh, is. I suddenly don't care for her all that much. <laughs> she does not keep house well. Uh uh-uh. uh. She doesn't keep a clean house. Actually I still like her I still like her at this point. It's a little bit later than She's not healthy with all the drinking, I think. No. She is not a... There's something to be said, I think, in this scene, though, because it gives you, like... Like, it's funny, but at the same time, maybe... Maybe also dark? Like, she has to kind of live this sort of life to get through all the crazy shit she's seen? Naraku, from our friends over at my anime podcast, uh, posted a meme in their Discord the other day. And it was Evangelion, and it was, like, a giant textbook. And it was like Evangelion if there was ther- if there was therapy, and it was just like a little tiny <laughs> magazine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've already figured that out. Yeah, yeah. Company therapist nerf. 
Get yourselves yeah. a company therapist. Yes. For real. No kidding. So, yeah, he goes to put the stuff away, looking around the house. And both in the garbage and in the supplies, all he finds is ice, beer, and snacks. Yes. A couple of random booze bottles. That's it. Yep. Yep, that's it. That's her life. How does she keep her figure? <laughs> Constant diarrhea, probably. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yowzer. Flush uh, mm. <laughs> toilets. Yes. Flush Maybe toilet. she wants to change her answer. The beauty of flush toilets. And there's a whole secret sleeping fridge. He's not supposed to disturb that one. No, don't touch the sleeping fridge. <laughs> and we get, ding, the microwave goes off, and that tells us dinner is done. Yes. <laughs> and Masato starts the meal out by drinking like me watching After School Dice Club. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. Uh, the, one of the anime tropes I can't stand when someone, a booze hound, takes a drink and they go, I love that. I hate that so much. I fucking love that. It's just like, that's such a like Vash thing. Like, <laughs> like, well, let's party. Well, she's like, this is what makes it all worthwhile, coming home to drink beer. Yeah. 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 I think Psychologist. You, I think you need more like, parties. Not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Shinji's not sure about the food, and she thinks he's just being a snob and freaks out on him. And that's she where... loses her shit. Yes. And also, oddly, this is where we, and I'm pretty sure Shinji, uh, get major fan service. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She, like, does a major boob jiggle, slamming the beer down, leans over the table, like, cleavages him in the face. We get the butt shot from behind. Uh-huh. The short, cut-off jean pants, shorts. Um, I, I will mention, in the uh, preview for episode three at the end, uh, it ends because Masato is uh, is narrating it. In the end, she goes uh, something along the lines of, oh, and by the way, there's going to be more sa- more fan service, too. <laughs> <laughs> at least she's aware. I, I thought, she's aware of it. It was an odd place to put it, really. It, yeah. it, I don't I know. Mean, just Where else are you? If you're going to, if you're going to play up, like, the anime tropes, like... I guess. In a, in a somewhat com- comedic scene? I suppose. It just, it seemed yeah. like a weird spot to like, oh, you, well, you screw you for not liking my cooking. I'm half drunk. <laughs> you suppose or you expose? And a little Fikami, a little Kami. <laughs> yeah. Boobs and butts. Yes. And Bill, get to my favorite character. <gasps> first off, they divide up the chores. Oh, yeah. with uh, rock, paper, with, scissors. With Rochambeau. Yeah. And I yes. don't, I don't read Japanese, but the understanding I got is just basically he does everything. Yes. He lost. Yeah, he's and he, uh, I, I, for sure has an uneven amount. And it's probably not a coincidence that the marks that I that indicate his chores uh, kind of look like a uh, frowny face. Frowny faces, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, that's intentional. Um, and then she berates him for saying yes, ma'am, so much. She's like, why do you have manners? And punches him. Ma'am is like a show of respect for older people, too, so she's probably yeah. also taking taking offense to that. I kind of thought that was going to go that way, but they never said anything about it, so whatever, I yeah. guess. They were only calling her auntie would be worse. Yes. Which I forget the Japanese word for that, but they, a lot of women, female characters really hate it when you call them that, and they're only <laughs> like in their 20s. And then she sends them to the tub. Go clean up, you stink. It's, your, it's the washing machine of life. You smell it's like weird. young boy. Get out of here. Yeah. That's weird. And that's when he gets ambushed by the refrigerator penguin. Yes, yes, Pippin! <laughs> who, who was himself <laughs> apparently in the bathtub. Yeah. So fucking good. Best character in the anime. You can't change my opinion. And he waddles his way back into the fridge. And, and Shinji's just standing there naked. <laughs> yeah. The only, yeah. The only thing, uh, he just he's filling the tall boy. Just to not <laughs> keep the... I wouldn't exactly say fills it, because she grabs hold of it and pulls it away, and there's a smaller jar that's also very much covering his junk. I love that joke. That joke never gets old. The fight scene in Beowulf, the animated weird-ass uh, thing yeah, from, like, yeah, you know, they have that whole fight scene where, yeah. like, he fights naked, but they couldn't show him naked, so, like, the entire fight, like, he's, his dong is just, like, covered up by, like, everything in the fight is just... I fucking love that scene. It's, it's, I love, it's my, one of my favorite tropes. I don't know why. It just cracks me up every time. Ah, then you will enjoy that Jackie Chan scene from The Accidental Spy. 
adding that to my list of movies. Give me lots of movies to watch. I'm going to add that to my list. So uh, after making fun of Shinji's tiny baby dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't really make fun of it. She just is like, you want to put that thing away? <laughs> she's fairly chill, by the way. She, like, she doesn't like make a big deal. No, of she's it, not doing is... it, but the director is. The, the, oh, for sure. The interesting thing, she didn't. we get an internal monologue. She's like, well, I hope all this acting cheerfully doesn't see through it. Maybe uh-huh. I better tone down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, what was that about? Either well, way, I think she's fine. He's not going to see through her shit. <laughs> yeah, no. That's true. But uh, yeah, she she's definitely putting on a everything's great front. Yes. Probably really, really terrible. We cut back to him in the bathtub. Um, and I was going to make a joke about him thinking about her, but the sick little fuck is just talking, <laughs> thinking about death and destruction of his dad. Yeah, <laughs> let's take a shower from now on, Shinji. <laughs> a cold one. Whenever I take a bath, all I can think of is all this terrible shit. That's not good. It's therapy. Again, therapy. Uh, going back real quick to one thing. Uh, when Pen Pen opens up his the free fridge for himself, he gives Shinji this don't fuck with me look. That I love. He's got a, like a little beach chair in there. Yeah. <laughs> love him. It's like, don't fuck with me, boy. I'm watching you. I just love that, like, it's just expected that she's living with this penguin. And do you know this penguin is not a pet? You know that penguin pays rent. Yeah, she's like, like yeah, she said that. She goes, this is my other roommate. Not my pet. Yeah. My other roommate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is this some sort of, like, scientific, is this Lester the rat sort of like experiment, like a lab rat kind of thing gone wrong? Like, like an Ayn it's... version of the penguin? A mis- yes. Misato's world? <laughs> yeah. Get ready for Misato's world. Yes, I'd watch that. There's a lot of drinking. Yeah. Yes. Well, we come back to Misato's world, where she's back on the phone with uh, Risco again. Or Risuko, whatever her name is. Ritsuko? Ritsuko. Uh, and she's, they're talking about Sinji, and she's like, well, he's not gonna want to do it again. It's like, well, tough shit, that's your job. Get him battle ready. So, yeah, this is, uh, kind of where you find out partially that, uh, Masato is kind of his handler, and right, her job is to keep him fighting. Meanwhile, I thought maybe we were gonna overhear or something, but no, he's just in bed emoing. Uh-huh. And then we get either a dream or a PTSD flashback or whatever it is, but... We get to see the battle that we that he doesn't remember or didn't remember. Oh, this is fucked up. This is great stuff. And a lot of it's just techno babble. Oh, we can't decouple the flux capacitors from the photon dangles or whatever. <laughs> but it, it breaks down to they try to abort mission and eject Sinji and they can't. And then Eva One goes berserk, which is a thing they can apparently do. Uh-huh. And starts attacking on all on its own. I love it. Just before the berserk part, Shinji... Shinji. They show Shinji's face, and, it's get, and it gets red. And all I can hear is that music cue from uh, Kill Bill movies. <laughs> <laughs> but does he go to Berserk, or does it go Berserk? Because I thought I was under the impression it went Berserk. I'm. I was kind of. I'm kind of under the impression that, uh, like with the uh, physical, f- physical stuff, that they're mentally merged together. Maybe. Okay, okay. I think there's some aspect of that, although when we get to the end of the scene, there's also something eldritch and, like, horrific that, like, also makes me think that, like, while I, I do agree with you, Matt, I think there's some sort of, like, link. At the same time, like, that link is being perpetuated and being brought on by whatever's hidden in this Ava. Well, and we'll, co- we'll come back to the end. I have a yeah. theory there, too. Okay. Okay. And I've never That's seen right. it, so I don't know, but I have a theory. Yeah, so the angel puts up something called an AT field. Yeah, we don't know what the, the acronym means, at least, but it's some kind of force field. Yeah. And Ava-1 self-heals its arm. Yeah. And then generates its own AT field. So it makes me think there's some kind of link between the Avas and the mm-hmm. angels. They can do the same thing. And then just goatees its way right through its force field. Fuck no. <laughs> just, Fuck. just eight fingers in and just... No! <laughs> Rip, oh. Rips that angel a new one. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> <It> just, <laughs> he just prolapses his way right through it. <laughs> Stop it! Oh. Never use... Bill, there are two words you can't use on this podcast. <laughs> Dumper and prolapse. 
Um, <laughs> oh, there's going to be a longer list of that at some point. Uh, fair. So the angel counters this maneuver uh, by going cross Maya Maya. <laughs> just shooting an energy beam that turns into a big crucifix at the end of the street. Che- Does it work? Jesus Christ, so many crosses. <laughs> it's not so our last many. one. Uh, Why are there so many crosses? The brochure said there'd only be one or two crosses. So this didn't seem. Why are there so many? So this didn't seem to do anything, and the Eva just just gores the angel, just mm-hmm. rhinos right into it. Yeah, oh, I love starts bashing. It's like a football player on a tackling dummy or whatever those things are that you tackle them and you mm-hmm. move them, see how far you can move it backwards. Yep. yep. There's a wrestling move called the spear, which is kind of the same thing. But there's a wrestler specifically called Rhino who just did what he called the gore, which was a spear, but just head first. So, um, and then he just like rips this Ava, sorry, this, sorry, this, uh, this angel apart a little bit. Again, they didn't give him a gun. So he picks up a yeah. rock and starts just hitting it with a rock. Which... In this like shiny middle like point. Yeah, it's like a big red marble that it's using as a, a target. Yeah. Going all Kratos yeah. on this thing. But you think they would yeah. give it a sword or a gun or something other than, nope, just, oh, here's a rock. Yep, that's it. So the angel just turns to goo and jumps all over the top half of the Ava and self-destructs, leaving a cross-shaped mushroom cloud. So heavy-handed. And the Ava just walks out of it and then falls apart. Yes. Uh-huh. This is the part you had mentioned, which is, during the rescue, Shinji looks over at the mech, the severed head, which grows a green organic eye. Fucking, this is like, this is H.P. Lovecraft-level horror. Yeah. Jeepers, creepers, vagina peepers. Jeepers, <laughs> creepers, vagina eyes. A little bit, yeah. Oh, no. And it, like, dilates. Like, it sees him. It's like, hey there. And then he screams and wakes up in the apartment. Masato comes into his room after her bath and towel. <laughs> Just to tell him how, what a great job he did. You think she could have got dressed first, but. Yeah, she's like, can I come in? And then doesn't get his consent. Yeah. And is just wearing a towel. Yes. He did a great job and people will thank him and to keep it up. I think that's why she's wearing the towel. It's like, uh. Trying to help him keep it up. Yeah. Just like Simone, he's going to power his mech with the power of boners. The power of boners. And that's the end of the episode. That's it. That's episode two of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, and that was the part of the show where we talk about our overall thoughts. And, Bill, it's your episode, so, of course, we start with you. Uh, I liked it. It filled in some gaps. We got a lot of depth of character. Masato is interesting and likable, but kind of problematic. She is definitely there for the thir- the 15-year-old Shinji wannabes to wank over. The penguin is fun, but weird. <laughs> Obviously hyper-intelligent. Yes. Yeah. And I I suspect, as we were talking about like the berserk mode and the, the eyeball and whatnot, I suspect Shinji didn't go berserk so much as Shinji was hurt and freaked out and the Ava got mad because of that. Like, I think there's some kind of link there. And uh-huh. I don't think it's that he was mad. I think it got mad that he was scared. Um, just like it saved him earlier when he wasn't even in the pilot seat. It put his hand out to save him. Uh-huh. So that's kind of what I'm thinking the berserk is. I like that theory. That's but cool. obviously there's some kind of sentience to it. That's my wrap up. Matt, thoughts on the episode? I could totally I could totally see uh Shinji's uh bottled up feelings with his father if showing up as a berserker rage. <laughs> oh, at some point certainly. Uh overall, very good episode. The first one leaves you just wanting to see more, and the second one really delivers on that. So, uh, it's a very good second episode. Uh, more shows could uh, probably benefit from second episodes that are done this well. So, uh, very good. I will concur. I think that the second episode jumping in right where the first one ends, first one leaving off of the cliffhanger to then deliver interesting action, answering some questions, giving us, I like the, the diving away from the battle and then going into more of the interpersonal connections and learning more about the characters is really good, only to bring us back to the battle. And seeing the horrific thing at the end, which again makes me go, what the fuck are these Avas? And now I want to continue watching and seeing what, what's going to happen there. There's a lot of characters kind of like 
we don't know enough about yet. We don't know enough about, uh, enough about like the other pilot. We don't know enough about like the father and his relationship with his son. Um, so I, I just want to see. There's a lot that that le- kind of leads you in. Uh, it's good storytelling. Agreed. And with that, I think it's about time for us to call an end to this episode. Before Google kicks us out. Before Google kicks us out. You suck, Google. Three minutes. <laughs> Google, you suck. I'm not paying for Google Meet. This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes talk about anime. Why am I here? To entertain. I'm Andy. I've gone berserk. I'm Bill. <laughs> oh, God. I need to get up now so I can go lay down. My name is Matt. And we will see you next time. Kisses. I love it. I think we sign off. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on YouTube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to Patreon.com slash Tuning Japanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. A special thanks to our patrons, Brian Nash and Superfan Matt. I'm laying it on a bit too thick. He might see right through it if I'm not careful.